If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Cheryl Jones, or if you know her from the Discord, Jeslyn, our newest Patreon patron. I'm your host, Chewy Plays Nintendo, joined by my co-host, Sergio. Today, we're going to be having an in-depth discussion on the state of Animal Crossing, specifically Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. We take a look at how some of our friends on the Discord feel about the game and how we feel about the game. So really quickly to get started, let's just go over some of the new things in Pocket Camp. By the way, hi Sergio. Hello everyone. <laughs> so um, not too much new, just same old events going on but we did get four new villagers right and we got snake mary bam and broccolo or broccolo <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right um, right i'd like to pretend this broccolo that's kind of what i call him maybe yeah he's any like our bro <laughs> <laughs> he's a bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like it um are there any of these villagers that you really like or stood out to you Mm, I remember Bam. He was in my town for a little bit. And, you know, I, I always miss, like, obvious things like this. So it's Bam, like Bam B. <laughs> and I, oh, I, like, I had I... no idea until, I don't know where I saw it recently. <laughs> well, I have no idea until just now when you told me. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Yeah. I just thought, like, you know, he's a deer. Maybe he's kind of one of those rough and tumble kind right, of dudes and right. when deers fight they like hit their heads together maybe he says bam yeah <laughs> yeah i also just think of bam bam from flintstones <laughs> all right um yeah so we have snake who is not a snake but a rabbit right. <laughs> but he's dressed like solid snake right right <laughs> yeah um, I, I guess the one that stuck out for me was Mary, because Mary was one of my very first villagers in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Hmm. So when I started my town, Mary already lived there. Um, I liked her. She was nice. Um, I let her move out when she wanted to. <laughs> I might have said no the first time, but then after a while I was like, okay, fine. You go live your life. Um, yeah. And... This mouse, the mice, I feel like I only ever have, like, two mice. There's that one, like, goth mouse girl. I forget her name. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, she looks kind of evil. Right. <laughs> but I like her still. She's kind of cool. Um, and then I forget which other one I have. But I don't have a lot of mice. But they're they're pretty nice, I think. Right. I, I had another <laughs> lacy mouse in my town. Cheese, something cheese. <laughs> and I like them a lot, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I just like seeing a lot of different villagers. They're, they're nice. Um, so, yeah, new villagers, pocket camp, still going on if you're playing. Um, but I guess I say that because we're going to go really in-depth right now <laughs> into Pocket Camp and kind of what our community has been feeling about it recently. Um, 
There's kind of a big discussion between a lot of people there. <laughs> um, just about all things Pocket Camp, kind of how people are feeling about the game. And so, yeah, let's kind of start breaking those down and looking into it. Because I think a lot of people made some really good points about how they feel about the game. Absolutely. Um, and you also... Uh, we talked kind of on the side, but we talked, uh, you kind of told me how you're getting now a lot of different perspectives from our interviewers and how they feel about the game. Right. Um, so, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, Dazed House, one of our Patreon patrons, I, I think all of these people are patrons, they're very... Um, involved in the Discord, so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. to have them there. Um, so her first comment, she said, I haven't played much lately. My interest is declining, which is sad. I don't know how everyone else feels, but I'm a little bored. I made it to 71 before a sharp downward turn. CC um, also says, I wish there was more to crafting. Yeah. Um uh, I wanted to say real quick, she's level 71. I'm barely like 68, I think. So that, that's pretty yeah. high. <laughs> so yeah, I wish there was more to crafting. Um, uh, then she said, I do like making the new items, but I have an abundance of materials. So I just click three times and come back in a few hours. <laughs> right. She also <laughs> says, my biggest issue is managing the three crafting slots. That's the most drama I have in the game. <laughs> yeah and then the, the last thing she said is the perfectionist in me hates the mandatory three-hour check-ins hmm. um so yeah let's get into that so she's losing interest in the game and feels a little bit sad about it um i i think i can agree uh because it, you you just do the same thing mm-hmm. um and it is a pretty, like, mandatory... Well, it's not mandatory, I guess, but it's a hard thing to have to check in every three hours for something. Right. Yeah, not mandatory, but if you don't, you you feel like you're missing out. And in a way, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're, like, trying to accomplish all of these goals that are constantly going on. So right now, mm-hmm. with the Mario stuff... I've been trying to play enough so I can get the items built, crafted that give me some leaf tickets. Right. Um, I I need leaf tickets. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does at this point. Um, because I, the same kind of... I have the perfectionist problem where I guess I'm trying to be a completionist with the game. Mm-hmm. And already I'm like, well, there, there are just things I can't get. And it's because I don't have the leaf tickets to do it. And then I don't want to spend more than I want to spend on the game, right, you know? Right, right. Um, like every event, they do give you an option to get, like, some leaf tickets along with some of the items that are going toward the event, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's $1 here, $2 there. That's that's fine, you know? Um, But... When you see items like the sky that we were talking about last week, right. where you can change the sky of your campsite into the ocean, when you see items like that costing 300 leaf tickets, you're just, just like, man, I'm never going to get that. Right. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, also, I, I wanted to talk about her saying, like, I wish there was more to crafting because she does like making the new items. But by the time the new items come out, like, you already have enough materials to make them. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I run into every time. Um, so usually we get at new items when they add new villagers. Right. I I craft those items like within that first week <laughs> of them coming out. And then already I'm like, okay, now I just have to level you up to seven and then you can live in my campsite. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I guess I've just been at that point where I have essentially made almost everything. <laughs> ah, I see. So then um, from that perspective, yeah, I can see why that's an issue you know i think i got lucky because i wasn't really crafting anything for a very long time actually and then at some point i got a you know i fulfilled a request and the game tells me you cannot accept any more of that material you're full and once that happened i i figured you know what maybe i should start crafting things and <laughs> i have been doing a lot of crafting actually but i, I don't necessarily go by the villagers that I want in my campsite, I just look through the items and I see something cool. Or actually, at first I was looking for items that required a lot of materials so I could add a lot of space, you know, on my material list. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I've been doing. And, you know, I still have a lot of items to craft. But I, I definitely agree with CC. Having three slots is definitely not enough. I mean, especially because if they added more that would cost leaf tickets, that would be a good expense, I think. So maybe like at least five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember like when we first talked about this game, when we were first trying it out, immediately I said the, the crafting slots are the right. thing to use your leaf tickets on. For sure. Um, everything else, like making something go faster, not worth no. it. <laughs> um but the crafting slots is like, that makes everything go double the speed because you can right away craft something else at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I'm surprised they haven't added more crafting slots. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm so close to crafting everything. Um, so I, I guess I was similar to you for like a while. I hadn't crafted anything. Mm -hmm. But... It was because I was saving my materials specifically for my amenities. Right. And at the beginning of the game, you know, you have uh, when we started, there were four different amenities to build. Um, now I think of like people just starting out and having to deal with like oh. <laughs> not having enough cotton to make all of these different tents. <laughs> right. Which was tough with four different tents, you know. Right. Right. And now there's what seven. Or maybe eight? Yeah, there are a lot now. So so essentially, like, I caught up on all the amenities. I had everything built. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm going to invite every villager. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when you work on inviting every villager, so right now I can invite every villager to my town except for, like, three of the new ones that they just added, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Um, but when you build everything, like you've essentially built everything in the game. Um, there are some strange items like carpets and walls, like wallpaper mm -hmm. that don't fall under those categories. Right. Um, because 
you know, wallpaper you can only really use inside of your camper. And other than that, like, you can't really put it in your campsite. Right. So villagers don't ask you to build it, you right, know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's also really expensive. It's always like 10,000 bells <laughs> and a bunch of paper. <laughs> right. It, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, now I'm at the point where I've almost built every item. And I, I've built so many that I don't like scrolling through that list to see ah. what I haven't built. Right. So I just, now I've just gone over to the clothing section and started crafting everything, oh. all the clothing <laughs> there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm being a bit of a completionist, but yeah, I, I'm at that point where I'm like, I keep hitting the max amount of wood. I keep hitting the oh, max man. amount of metal, you know? Mm-mm. And it, what's strange to me is, like, they keep adding characters that give you that amount of wood and metal. Right. Because I'm like, you know, maybe the the ratios are a bit off and we need some other villagers that give you different crafting materials. So, you know, maybe you don't have the max wood or metal, but you don't need it all the time. Right, you know? right. Especially metal. So there's so many things that don't need metal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I think I agree. Like there's not much to the crafting after you've done it. Um, Yeah. Especially if, if like you, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have kept up with the crafting, then like you said, you just wait for new items, you craft it and then you're done. You're waiting for something else. Yeah, so I can totally see it getting boring because, like, I'm at the point where I'm, like, I'm stretching it to the thinnest. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, I'm practically done with furniture. Let's go to clothing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, let's move on to Jeslyn's comment. Um, Her first one, she said, I wondered when I might tire of the game. I eventually get to that point for almost all of the games I play. I'm not too bored yet, but I do feel a boredom come on when there aren't special events going on. Granted, there haven't been huge gaps between events so far, but in those small gaps, I do lose a bit of interest. Mm-hmm. She um. also says, It's a bummer that customizing furniture is is the way it is in Pocket Camp and not more similar to New Leaf. Yeah, and then she also said, I'm surprised they don't let us pay more for more than three slots. Right. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Right. She also says, since I don't have lots of time to devote to full games these days, Pocket Camp is something I can do in small bursts of downtime. Mm -hmm. She continues, I didn't used to be so completionist, but the structure of this game encourages you to be. (laughs) Right. She also says, the dialogue from campers is often so repetitive. I will see the exact same text from two different campers, one after the other. If they're the same personality or the same kind of animal, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but then out of the blue, I'll see a total random bit of conversation from a camper that is so surprisingly <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's true. She also yeah. says, I like the events because they mean acquiring new items. Yeah. And she says, leveling up new campers is similar because they have new furniture requests. And her last comment is, but otherwise, just leveling up existing mid to high level campers gets too repetitive. Yeah. 
So let's break this down because there's a lot here too. Um, so at the beginning, she... So the events are keeping her interested, mm -hmm. is what she's saying. Um, I can agree with that. Like, I feel like every time an event ends, I'm like, oh, I can take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, I do think Jeslyn kind of chimes in with a bunch of stuff, and she tends to, like, be pretty on top of all the events. Um, right. So, like, during the gardening events especially, I know she's got tons of butterflies or whatever insects there are to share, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think she does enjoy the events. Um, I play a lot during them, too, because, you know, I, I got to have all the items. <laughs> right. And it sucks when you don't. Right. And I guess, you know, the current event right now is the Super Mario Brothers with the Mushrooms. I don't know, I get the impression that a lot of people are just not that interested. Not only because we already have those items in New Leaf, but because mm -hmm. the event, even though it's separated in three phases, it's pretty much the same thing. And it's the same thing from the the crystal shards that we did on the other event that is just fulfilling requests. I don't know, There's we, we need a little something else, you know? Yeah, and you know, uh, I'm totally just like kind of realizing this as you said it but you're right like we, the the events thus far like we've gotten new things mm -hmm. that we haven't seen before and so now we're just like oh man we've seen this mario stuff and like the nintendo stuff in general in animal crossing before right um like i said like i'd go to comic con and i'd get tons and tons of street paths on my new leaf but when I go and check it uh, or look at their homes, I know that I'm going to see, like, their main rooms, something Nintendo. <laughs> I feel like people always decorated with that. And, I mean, people like the items, but I'm also kind of glad a lot of people are not liking the items now because <laughs> I got so over them. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so she says it's a bummer to customize furniture. And it, it, wait, so it's a bummer that customizing furniture is the way it is in PC and not more similar to New Leaf. Um, okay, yeah, I, I know what she's talking about here. So we have to make like the lovely remake of an item, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you have to essentially make the item, make one item that is similar to it like the first level of it mm -hmm. and then you craft it again with a couple extra things right um yeah that is a bummer <laughs> right right I, I mean when 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 i first noticed that i thought it was interesting but it would be much better if if it was with cyrus in, in new leaf if you have the item you can have duplicates and then you bring something else like a tint or even the flowers and, and that would be the coloring effect you know yeah, like we we do get like the flower type of things from the flowers like if we trade them. Right. And so it it'd be more interesting like if we applied like some sort of flower pattern with our flowers. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah, to to pretty much any furniture you want it. Yeah. Um and then once again she says she mentions the three crafting slots. Um yeah, it's surprising that mm -hmm. they don't add more already. Um, right. And I definitely agree with her about 
the repetitiveness of the text that the villagers say, but also that once in a while they, they tell you something completely out of the blue. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, even you and I were talking about it last week that we just escape all the text because we've seen it and we just want to fulfill the request and move along. Yeah. Um, I feel bad about it because sometimes, like, you realize that they're saying something special and it's because of some holiday or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it takes me like the whole day to finally remember to see what they're saying. <laughs> I completely missed it in um, St. Patrick's Day. I think they said something there, right? Yeah, they did. Um, I think I read one of them and I don't remember what it was, but they have like good dialogue for that <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. It kind of sucks that we're, like, missing out on it because, you know, just the monotony of the game. It's like, click, 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 right. click. I just need my crafting supplies. Right. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of, like, sadly encourages you to, like, skip the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she says she does not have a lot of time to play, like, full games. Um and so, like, Pocket Camp is something that she can do small bursts in her downtime. And I I think that's good. I think that's, like, what the game is supposed to be, you know? Right, exactly. Um, at the same time, I'm like, you know, but every three hours, it's a lot. <laughs> and so I don't always check it every three hours. Um, I've been right. a bit lazy lately. This uh, event... I'm just trying to check it enough to get those leaf tickets. <laughs> right. And, and I think not just you, but a lot of people And the way I notice it is with the, the request to go to the quarry, you don't see, mm -hmm. you don't see yourself getting the five as soon as we used to. It just means yeah. people, are, people are really not playing. Yeah. I, I've noticed that too. I, some, some days I don't even ask. <laughs> I like, I'm like, uh, it's already noon. I don't think I'm going to get the five in time to go. <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to remember to go. So. That, that's my problem. I, I always ask in the morning for sure. But oh man, how many days do I just completely forget to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I've noticed that. Like the other day I spent all day looking and I was like, man, Harmonious essences are here. Can somebody please yeah. <laughs> just click click to help me? And I feel bad too because I've been doing a bad job of like helping people. Mm -hmm. um, I, I try to every day, but some days I miss it and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> right. Um, so I try to at least do that, but sometimes I'm like, eh, I'm not worried about it for myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and not a lot of people are asking either. It's just the quarry is just suffering. <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad. Um, so let's see. What else stood out for you in this? Um, we talked about the dialogue. We talked about events a bit. Um, oh, yeah. like So there are other items that you can get, um, but you do have to do it through like leveling up campers. And at some point... And in this sense, campers is like villager, right. <laughs> villagers. Um, so, yeah, like at some point, uh, a lot of them need to reach level 15 to ask for that special item. Mm -hmm. um, the way I've been doing that is I look at every villager like in my contacts and I'm like, 
oh, this item seems cool. I'll invite them to my campsite so I can try to get it. Right. Um, the only one I've really done r- recently was Francine because she has a teacup ride. Um, I haven't put it in my campsite yet, but I have crafted it. Okay. So I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, it's going to go perfect with my carousel. Yeah. I'm just going to make a whole little theme park kind of thing. Nice. So I think that one's pretty cool. But yeah, they have some cool items. It's just like, she does mention like leveling them up is, it's long. It takes a oh, while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best way to do it, I found, is, like, have them in your campsite and hope that they'll talk to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, All right, so Cyborg Jiro, or Joe, he says, I am indeed getting bored, constantly being barraged by events after event, and event <laughs> on top of other <laughs> events. It's too much for me. I prefer normal Animal Crossing, where events are special and not constant. Um. So yeah, he's a. I think he's uh he's kind of the opposite of Jeslyn in the sense of like, she enjoys the events, you know. Right. Um, and you know, kind of the new items that are associated with them. Um, but Cyborg Jiro has a point where, you know, like we're just like constantly being told like stay on this game, otherwise you're gonna miss out. Right. Right. That's exactly it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a lot of hard work to keep up on it, <laughs> especially for something that's like, you know, it's a casual mobile game, and I think having the event, I I don't know, because it, it's hard to strike a balance, you know, because mm-hmm. in the one sense, like, I think the events are interesting, they can be interesting, and you can get a lot of cool things out of them, but at the same time, like, they're demanding the fishing thing. I had to fish oh. every three hours. Otherwise, there's, like, no way to complete that event, you right. know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a lot. And I don't know. It, I, I don't... The, the problem is I don't want them to be too easy. But maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, I mean, it is demanding and... It's the nature of a mobile game that it has to be that way. What bothers me more than them being so demanding is that they are so repetitive. And there are easy ways to change up the formula very quickly, but they're just not. They're not doing that. Yeah. And so, like like you said, like they're repetitive. And thus far, we've gotten like, you know, do your regular everyday routine, except you're getting this crafting material. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't change up the game no. very much, right. you know? You're essentially just getting a new material to make something special. And then the gardening events, they're they're all the same, too. You plant your flowers, <laughs> grow them, uh, pick them, catch the bugs, trade the bugs. It's all... <laughs> it, and that one takes a while. That's a lot of work. Um, I like the fishing one. It was a nice change right. of pace. That was perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a good change, but at the same time, it's the same problem where it's like there you have to fish so much to get everything in the game. Right. Um, But I guess maybe you didn't at the same time, too, because the the items started to repeat after you got to a certain point. Right. Exactly. So 
but the thing that didn't repeat was the trophies that you would get and i was like i have to get all the trophies <laughs> right um so they still put something there that makes you want to reach the goal um but yeah man it just keeps going and right. it's it's hard work <laughs> right in 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 new leaf in the other animal crossing games this the events were you know a lot more spread out but they would mean they would be much more meaningful and much more special in the game um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were some events that the, the game would remind you twice. It would be a week ahead of the event and then the day before, which I thought was perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I like the events in New Leaf. I totally get that sentiment of how, you know, they weren't every going on constantly. Mm -hmm. So... For, I guess the one I really like, or the ones that I really like, um, are things like Halloween and Thanksgiving, where Halloween, like, you're kind of doing it th for the entirety of that month. Like, you're buying candy, you're talking to your villagers and finding out what they're afraid of, and then it all leads up to the day when you're like, man, I'm here to scare you and right. hopefully not lose a lot of candy in the process <laughs> so I can get all the items that I need. Right. Um. So, yeah, I think it's fun because it's not like that happens every month. That's just like that's what happens in October. And right. that's a cool time to play the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's I think that's one of that's a perfect way to do an event. It, it you know, it takes a long time. I mean, a, a month, it's it's a good amount of time and then it leads up to one day. I also like the events that occur for example, every weekend, but only a certain month. For example, the one that stands out to me the most is August when there's firework displays every mm. evening. Right. I really yeah. like that. Yeah, that, that's a fun time too. Like You're like, oh man, I didn't play this weekend at nighttime to see the um, fireworks, but I can catch it next weekend, right. and that's totally cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, at the same time, it's like, you don't know. I think the other thing, that now that I'm thinking about it, because you know the events in Animal Crossing are going to happen every year. Um, of course, you have to wait a whole year for it to happen again. But right now in Pocket Camp, because the game hasn't been out a year, we don't know if things are coming back. Right. Or if uh, just when, if they do, you know. Right. Um, so it right now it's like a weird point. And nobody can really like fast forward in the game because, um, you know, like oh, a lot of right. people time traveled <laughs> in the other ones. And we're like, oh, I could just do it in 2019, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, that's right. But this game, like it relies on literally having like those real updates coming from Nintendo. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, you so can... yeah. Yeah. Cyber Zero also says... To me, yeah, it feels Animal Crossing-ish, but it also feels very much like a phone game due to all the mechanics, and this can never replace true Animal Crossing. Yeah, I agree. Like, they're trying to make a mobile game and make something specific to, you know, just how mobile games are played. Right. Um, and I don't... This is the only mobile game I really play. Um, so I, I guess I haven't really been tied to any of like the mobile mechanics so much right right um same same for me it's the only 
not only the the only mobile game I played, but really the first traditional mobile game that I played, at least this much. And I do see why it is the way it is. I, I understand it, and and I but I definitely agree. It's it's a nice diversion. It's I think it's the best way that Animal Crossing could be in mobile form, but it's definitely a far cry from a traditional Animal Crossing experience. Yeah, definitely. Then he says, well, Animal Crossing New Leaf, generally you only need to hop on once a day and missing days won't hurt you. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, realistically, they seem to expect you to play constantly, especially every three hours during events. I have more time for New Leaf that Pocket than Pocket Camp because of that. Mm-hmm. It is only once a day generally, maybe two. And yeah, I mean, that's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, when you're doing an event in Pocket Camp, it's surprisingly demanding in the sense of like, you're playing every three hours if you want to get everything. Um, and then New Leaf, it's like, oh, this is my one play session for the day. I can do it, be done with it, not have to think about it the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what's nice about Animal Crossing. Uh, I always see people complain um I guess people who aren't as big as fans as you and I, um, but I've talked to somebody and they're like, you know, I, I feel like Animal Crossing is a trap and you have to do it. <laughs> and, you know, when, when you've played as long as me, I guess I don't feel as hurt when my villager, my favorite villagers move away. Um, I mean, it hurts a lot. But I've been through that for years now, right. so it hurts a little less now. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, I get it. You've got your life. Go live it, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to hold you back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, people are always saying, like, you know, it, it's like you you have to play it. And I'm like, no, you could just play it pretty casually, like once a day, and you're okay. Or even less if you... right. Don't, aren't, don't want to play that much like you know I don't think it ever makes you play I think it makes people feel like they need to play right but me I'm like well I want to play <laughs> <laughs> right that, that's exactly it and you know what there were times many times when I would just play and I wouldn't have anything in mind that I wanted to do I was just going with the flow or sometimes I wasn't even doing anything specific and I still had a blast Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can just go in and do anything you want, and it's a good time. <laughs> right, and then while you're just idling around, you know, enjoying yourself, then if you realize, oh, you know, I forgot to do this earlier today, or I can work on this, then you can go into something more specific. And, and then if you want to, you can stop and go back to just, you know, roaming around and enjoying yourself in the town. Yeah, and th- that's like the point where you start thinking like, oh, what do I want to do with my town? What, where do I want things to be? And I think that's like when you're really playing it, you know, right. just living the life there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And set- setting your own goals. <laughs> right, right. So Cyborg Zero also says, well, I guess that is only a problem if you are the kind of person that wants to unlock everything or not. That makes a huge difference for Pocket Camp. And oh, man, that's definitely true. Yeah. And like I said, I'm trying to be a bit of a completionist. I keep playing those things because I want everything. But, you know, at some point, I'm not going to care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. And he said, yeah, I wanted to be a completionist for all events, but I think this Mario slash fishing event has officially made me care less. I am just going for things I want. And if there is nothing I want, I will just try for tickets if I can. And yeah, I think yeah, that's, kind of... that's a very good approach, I think. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm doing, too. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to get the tickets and be done with it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I'm going for with this Mario event now. Yeah, especially now that there's many more items or extra features for the game that require leaf tickets. I was able to finally get Celeste, but oh, now yeah. I'm, I'm down to about maybe 60 or 80 leaf tickets, and I do want the star. So that's the next thing I'm saving for. So this guy is going to oh. have to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Um, I've been like kind of holding off on Celeste until I, because I have a feeling we're going to get another leaf ticket item for the third phase of right. the Mario. Oh event. yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's going to be another 120 leaf tickets. So it, it's a tough call. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So Cyberjiro also says, none of the villagers feel like they have as much character in the pocket camp format. And events are normally something you do with your villagers, but they are really only there to give you tickets and resources. And this is a very good point and one that I definitely remember Blaze discussing that the villagers are just there and you're just going around to see, to give them what they want because you already have it instead of in New New Leaf and the other games, they would come to you and they would ask you for something that about 90% of the time you didn't have and you had to go get it. It made the request a lot more special. Yeah, it was like something like a goal that was given to you for that time period. Um, Or even like, oh, I got this package in the mail, but it wasn't for me. It was for this other villager. Can you deliver it for me? You know? Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I can go find them. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. And then when I run into them, I'll give it to them. Um, and then th- this also made me think of something specifically, but I think I lost it. Let me see. You said none of your villagers feel like they have much character in the pocket camp format. Events are normally something you do with your villagers. Yeah, I don't remember. That's not making, <laughs> <laughs> making it ring a bell. Um <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, I remembered now. So uh, Pocket Camp's also strange for an Animal Crossing game because you essentially have all the villagers in the game available to you at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like with the other Animal Crossing games, like you grow a real connection with the villagers there because they're the only ones that you have. Right. You know? right. Um, it's not like you can just pick and choose and be like, oh, you, you can live here. Um, I mean, now you can if you have all the amiibo cards, but mm-hmm. in the other games, it's like it, the villagers that move in, it. It's all a matter of luck, you know? Right. And there's, I don't know, four, uh, over 400 villagers at this point. Right. <laughs> um, so it, it's crazy. Right. And it, it ties back to what you said about, yeah, you're upset when somebody that you like leaves, but there's you know there's also there's someone coming and you're excited to find out who it is and to build a new friendship and connection yeah for sure um so let's go uh, get into dragon flame um his comments he says i actually really like what blaze pointed out about pocket camp where a lot of the villager relationships feel artificial or to some extent um you just want to get through the requests as fast as possible. And it kind of loses its soul in that process. 
Yeah, and yeah, that's the same kind of thing. Like we were saying, we're we're just like clicking through everything and not really worried about what the villagers say. Right, and and also you know there's gonna be a villager in every area, whereas for example in New Leaf, if you if you were looking for someone specifically, you you had to find them or you could use the the little speaker item or you would have to go around town looking for them and sometimes they would just not be available and that makes it more lifelike, more special. Yeah, like in New Leaf, when I'm trying to get a 100% approval rating by all my villagers, so I'm trying to talk to them all, <laughs> and then one of them's in the museum for no reason. <laughs> it's empty. Right. I haven't donated anything. Um, but yeah, like still, there, there are a lot of places where you can like look around and find the villagers in your town. Right, or, or they would just not be up as early as you were, which I always really like that too. <laughs> yeah it's super fun <laughs> right so dragon also says i never really got the feeling i never really got that feeling playing new leaf i was always into the different things the villagers had to say yeah um it, I, I think just overall like you get more connected with the villagers in your town right i mean um, something as simple as getting a, a nickname from one of them that uh, when i got one from Hazel a few weeks ago that really highlighted to me the how different the the relationships with the villagers is now <laughs> yeah and like i said i i what uh before what i was talking about like all the villagers are available to you in this game mm -hmm. so i don't think like being able to pick and choose you kind of pick your favorites maybe some people talk to those more than others but yeah, I think just having them all available to you kind of makes you lose interest in talking to them all. Right. And then you run into that problem more consistently where they're saying the same thing, you know? Right. Because, um, you know, a lot of them have, especially when you started the game, one of four different personalities, <laughs> which is nowhere near what life should be like. <laughs> um, so when you're running into... 20 different um villagers that all have the same personality it's just it's kind of weird that they're right. saying the same thing right yeah that's why i've always like okay this is a side note <laughs> <laughs> i've been really interested in like animal crossing like building more off of villager personalities mm -hmm. and basing it like off the animal itself like okay oh what would a lazy cat act like versus like a lazy bear, you know? Right. Okay. And thinking like, Oh, what, what is different about a bear that would change like how they talk or what they say. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just a little side note of what I hope would happen. No, I, I love that. I'm just thinking, for example, the wolf, you know, they, they might be a lone wolf or they might want to be in a pack. And then the jock ones would want to be working out with some of their pack members. Ah, there's a lot of potential there. I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so his next thing says, it really lends itself to the feeling that Pocket Camp is a pretty superficial game. The real series is where all the emotional attachment lies, and trying to downsize that experience into a charming, albeit small, simple mobile version, it does leave things to be desired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, like, overall, it's, uh, it's a lesser game, and 
I don't know. I feel like that was to be expected with a mobile game. Um, right. And it, it stands out more to people like me that weren't playing New Leaf or, or a real Animal Crossing game by the time Pocket Camp hits us. You, you are excited because it's new content and it's Animal Crossing back into your life. But once you start really seeing things, you, you realize how much it's missing. And it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, and I think it doesn't help that there hasn't been, like, a mainline game in, you know, four years now. Yeah. Um, five if you're in Japan. Right. <laughs> um, and almost five years here. Right. So, <laughs> you know, the I think the game itself is at a point where people are missing it, you know? Mm-hmm. They want that new experience, and Pocket Camp was not that <laughs> right or if it was it it's over <laughs> yeah and so he says i still like pocket camp a lot though it's just missing a lot of what we love about animal crossing right and i think that's 100 percent true <laughs> right and i think at this point everyone is on the same boat feeling this exact same way yeah yeah so this feeling i think uh, Speaking of what everybody's feeling, let's actually get into our thoughts. Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll sum mine up for now. So my thoughts is, I think I've been waiting for a long time to play a new Animal Crossing. So much so that I'm willing to forgive games like even Amiibo Festival. <laughs> um, so though many people didn't really care for like Happy Home Designer Amiibo Festival, I will defend Happy Home Designer because... I think it fundamentally built upon features that are key to like Animal Crossing. Right. So like the design aspect was enough for me to be like, okay, this is a good game. Also with the research I've been doing, like the main Animal Crossing team really worked on that game. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Amiibo Festival, that was, that was filler. <laughs> yeah. But from the beginning, I understood that Amiibo Festival wasn't going to be like the full Animal Crossing experience. It was going to be like truly something different. And it was something different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think I have that same attitude about Pocket Camp. I wasn't expecting a mind blowing or full experience out of the game, but I just expected like a pocket edition of one of my favorite games. That being said, I totally understand getting bored of it. It's the same basic thing no matter when you log in. You give stuff to campers, and they give you stuff in return. Um, That helps you collect things to decorate your camp. I don't know how long that formula is going to keep people busy, but I have a feeling like, you know, some people are getting over it, you know. Um, So, for example, I've crafted every item, like I mentioned before, um, to get, like, every villager except for the new ones that they just added. Mm -hmm. But since I've played thoroughly from the beginning, I have a bulk of what the game has to offer. Like, there's not too much new stuff for me. Right, right. The things that do keep me excited about Pocket Camp are the new features. I find it exciting when we get an update that lets us change the terrain of our campsite. Things like that just seem really cool, like, cool ideas to update how people customize their towns in future titles. Right. So that stuff is really cool to me. Um, also, I'm going to say it again. I've never cared for the pricing on leaf tickets <laughs> and it's just getting a bit more pervasive every single 
um, yeah. I guess, update. Like, there, there are more and more things that are asking for leaf tickets, and I'm just like, well, maybe if they were a little bit cheaper, <laughs> I'd <laughs> right. be okay with this. Right. Um, I definitely agree with you about uh, th what excites you the most about Pocket Camp is getting new features, and I think it boils down to when we see things that we want in the next Animal Crossing for the Switch, that's when we... Because, it, you know, it ties it all together. We want this in the mainline series. That that's why it's the most exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them. And I I just want to see, like, some of that really cool stuff, like, rub off on the next game. Right. Um, because I think, you know, it just adds some more depth to what you can do with your town. Yeah, right. And unfortunately, most of the features or most of the way Bogger Camp is... It's not how we want the series to be. So those rare occasions, few and far between, that's why it's exciting, I think. Yeah, I think so. So then my thoughts on the game, you know, coming from someone, again, like I said, that hasn't that hadn't been playing an Animal Crossing game for a while, I think my overall experience with Pocket Camp has been more on the positive side. At, at least that's how it started. But it also helps that... This is my first traditional mobile game. I guess, if anything, I have been playing Pokemon Shuffle, which is the Match 3 one. But even so, that's it's a mobile game, but it's, it has a different type of um, structure. Yeah, and... it's also a 3DS game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And, and that's that's where I remember it the most. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was special. Uh, Pocket Camp is special to me because it's my only or my first mobile game. Uh, it definitely has the pros and cons of a mobile game. And because of that, it changes this, the standard Animal Crossing formula. It, it simply couldn't be a, a traditional game or if it had been, the monetization would be completely different. And I don't think Nintendo or the developers would have wanted that. And it's, it is what it had to be. And we have to make the most of it, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, if not having Pocket Camp, I would have meant getting the new game sooner. Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred not to have it, but I don't think that's the case. I think Nintendo wanted to do something different, and my, I'm I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful that the way they're doing things, they're seeing what works and what players like and sticks around, and they're gonna take that to the main series and. Of course, there's a lot of things that are not going to carry over because it's not going to be a mobile game. But the few things that they should definitely improve on and carry over to the main series, I think that's the most exciting part. And at the end of the day, it's going to be the saving grace of Pocket Camp in a way. Yeah, you actually just reminded me of something. <laughs> um, I remember there was this one interview that I think I watched on Facebook. Um, I think it was specifically like a Facebook video and mm -hmm. some person, but it was this woman who was interviewing Reggie Fisame, mm -hmm. um, who's the president of Nintendo of America. And <laughs> I, this was pretty funny, but she it starts taking comments from people who are watching the live feed, right? Oh. 
and she says, Animal Cross, when is that coming out? <laughs> she says Animal Cross. And then uh, Reggie's like, oh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> so r- real subtly corrects her right there. Right. Um, but in that interview, I think it was a little after the Nintendo Switch had been revealed. Maybe it was before. But the only thing Reggie really had to say about it was that they're working on the mobile game. Um, and I don't know. I guess my research has kind of shown me er, that they're, they're different people working on this mobile game than yeah. who have worked on, like, the main games before. Right, right. Um, but... I don't know. It just makes me sad that he's not saying anything right. <laughs> whatsoever about the next game. And it's tough. It's hard on me. <laughs> it is hard, but also, you know, I'm hopeful that what what it means is that we're in for something big, something humongous. Like, um, uh, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is changing the way the camera works. We talked about mm-hmm. a free roaming 3D camera. That would take a long time to implement properly. I think... I'm really hopeful that this is why we're waiting. Yeah, and I really, you know, I keep saying how excited I am about, like, the new features that we see in things like Pocket Camp, um, games like Happy Home Designer. Like, both of these games have added some things that I'm just like, that is cool. I want to see that. I want to see the OK Motors people in the new game. Yes, (laughs) And they're cool things. But at the same time, I play Mario Kart 8 um both i have both mario kart 8 and mario kart 8 deluxe Mm -hmm. but i play the animal crossing track on that and i'm just like this is gorgeous right if the next game looked as good as this looks i'm i'd happy i'd be happy with my weight right (laughs) um because you know looking back at wild world and city folk um Those games were pretty samey, you know? Mm. I mean, Wild World did a lot of updates from the first game. But after that, City Folk was a bit kind of the same game. So the real new game to me was like New Leaf, which was Mm. a very long wait. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. And so I'm hoping the wait isn't as long as it was for New Leaf. And that's essentially all I can hope, really. (laughs) Right, right. And also that... Yeah, New Leaf introduced a lot of features, but it also took took out some of them. Just right off the bat, I'm thinking of the cliffs. So we want the next game to have everything. You know, don't think this out. Just <laughs> keep pouring things in. <laughs> yeah. And what's difficult about that, like, we kind of have cliffs in New Leaf um, because, you know, you, use, you go down the cliff to get to the beach area. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was kind of like playing City Folk, and that has like cliffs and rivers. And I have a town with two cliffs in my City Folk. Um, if you mm-hmm. ever watch like the Let's Plays that I've put up, which I haven't put up in a while, and I feel so bad about <laughs> it, I'm going to get back to it. <laughs> um, but I have two cliffs in that town, and I'm just like, man... Right. It takes me a while to navigate this town because of <laughs> everything is like, where do I go to climb this cliff? <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm sure I'll be cool with it, but right now I'm just like, it is kind of smooth having all your stuff in one plane. <laughs> right, right, right. And you know what? One more thing I wanted to mention. Uh, it just happened today. No, yesterday. I got my first picture in Pocket Camp. Uh, when you get a character to level 20, they give you 
their picture and it was Filbert. And then, <laughs> so, you know, that's it's a special event, a special occasion. And then you realize, well, Filbert, there's no reason for me to have you in my campsite anymore. And that's <laughs> that's a horrible way. That's a horrible thought. But the mobile formula of Pocket Camp, it, ma it makes you think that way. And, you know, I had to kick him out. And now even... If you go see him in any area, I figured if I did a request, he would still give me items and just not level up, but he doesn't even give you anything. Yeah, and I do love the leveling up. It's pretty sad when you reach that level 20. Like, I've reached it with some of my villagers, too, <laughs> and I've just kicked them out, too. Like, that, right. that's it. Um, I'm hoping... I do really like the leveling up, though. I think it would be cool in the next game if we could see some form of that. And, like, leveling up will unlock, you know, some sort of, like, story aspects to the game. Or I don't know what it could do, but it'd just be cool to see that. Um, but also, congrats on getting your first picture. That's always really <laughs> exciting. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking maybe... It would unlock special events that you could only do with either one or all of the villagers that you had to a certain friendship level. And then the next tier would be this makes this villager never want to leave unless you kind of tell them to in a way. Mm -hmm. So so like you mark them as your favorite. But the, if if we do get that, I, I don't want there to be a limit. I want the friendship level to go as high as you can make it so then people see, <laughs> oh, this is definitely your best friend because he's level 930-something. Yeah, that would actually be really <laughs> cool. And I love that idea of, like, you know, once they reach a certain level, you can be like, this is my favorite person. Never make them move, right. you know? Right. And then, because that's, like, kind of the main complaint I see from people is that if they stop playing there's a good chance that their favorite villager is going to leave. Right, yeah. Um, so, that yeah, that's a pretty cool way to stop it. And then, what do you think? Are you going to be playing Pocket Camp after Animal Crossing Switch is out? <sighs> hmm. <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to, but at the same time, I'm just hoping that this next Animal Crossing makes me feel like there's no reason to play any other game. <laughs> right. That, that's my like, that's my thinking as well. Yeah, I just want it to be so awesome that I won't even care if I'm <laughs> playing other games or not. Right. I mean, I, I'm planning to if there's a type of connection with the mobile game, but I'm hoping there isn't so <laughs> that I don't have to play Pocket Kevin. I can just play the new game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. If you, you just don't even have to be a patron, you can just join, and it's awesome. <laughs> and if you do, you can get Sergio and my friend codes on Pocket Camp if you're still playing that. <laughs> I know we definitely went in deep on this game right now. <laughs> right. Um, but if you do want to be a, Patre a Patreon patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show, get tons of cool things, my friend codes on 3DS, Wii U, Switch, and you can have your thoughts shared on this podcast, like today's episode, which was 
super focused on people just interacting on the Discord, you know? Yeah, yep. And you can also get some art from Sergio, which is pretty awesome. And we just really try to make this all worth it for you. Um, it's pretty cheap. I think we do some cool things for yeah. people. <laughs> um, and then please leave a review for the show wherever you are listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow because we love talking to people about all things Animal Crossing. <laughs> Um, also, next week is Easter. Sergio and I are going to do our best to get the show out at our regular schedule. I'm going to be out of town, so if it doesn't happen, we'll announce it, but we're going to try to make it happen. <laughs> um, but if it doesn't, you know, maybe I'll even make it up with an, <laughs> something extra. I haven't thought about what yet. <laughs> but once again, thank you all for listening. We hope you have a great week. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.